Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! Ah! Wow. I didn't know what was happening. But you let it take you. I did, but I and didn't. I like but that. here's just the other thing. I'm going to be honest. I didn't open to it as did? much as I should have. Are you serious? Because yeah. look, you fooled me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I saw complete commitment. The Final Word with the final, the final word. 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 Welcome to the final word, and thank you for being here. Thank you. Yes. We want to remind you that you can see us on the upcoming new show on NBC called Bring the Funny. That's right. Bring the Funny. NBC, if you go to at NBC, Bring the Funny, please uh, follow us. Make sure we're getting followed. We're going to need your vote, maybe. Yes. Possibly. Possibly. It's a votey type show. We just don't know if that's going to happen, but it, we might need that. We hope. At some point. And so, yeah, it's going to premiere on July 9th. Uh, check your local listings, uh, 10, 9 Central. That's right. Jeff Foxworthy, uh, Keenan Thompson. Thompson. I always want to say Thomas. I don't know why. Keenan Thompson and Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. Are the yeah. judges. Yeah. And us. And a bunch of other really Amanda talented Seals people. Amanda Seals is the host. And, and a lot of just totally fun, cool acts. 
love the people we got to meet and hang out with. Yes. So it's absolutely. Be fun. Absolutely. We also want to remind you that you can pick up our comedy album, Resist. That's you can right. go to uh, iTunes or killrockstars.com, pick that up, and you can still see us on TV. On Me Time, our That's talk show. That's right, if you're in any one of these 44 markets. So you, uh, you can see Me Time. You can also go to MeTimeWithFrangela.com or the Me Time with Frangela YouTube channel to see videos and stuff there. Yeah. And again, you should be following us on all the social medias mm. at Frangela Duo. That's D-U-O. That's right. And remember, you can always email us at Frangela08 at gmail.com. You know why? Because we're best friends, Angela. That's right. And friendship is important. It is. And apparently, Trump and Macron tried to <laughs> plant an oak tree of friendship at the White House. That's right. And Macron, it died. It died, girl. <laughs> girl. I mean, and this is the thing. I'm torn. Are you guys going to write us and tell us where you stand on this? Part of me goes, okay. They And they're doing stories about it, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> So it's like, apparently when the tree got here, the, the, the plant, we all knew that them planting it was fake. Right. Because right? they, they, they ain't suits and stuff. They didn't dig mm. this hole. They, you know. Right, right. But apparently they had to take the tree out and it had to be quarantined for some period of time. Mm-hmm. And so there's, I guess there's a working theory that the quarantine was somehow damaging. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that, that every tree... Like, for example, the cherry blossoms mm-hmm. are not from here. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> so right. From, so um, I don't know that I buy that lie. Mm-hmm. I, I think what we're all saying is that the ground, the very earth hates Trump. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, no, nothing can grow here. No, nothing. Nothing. Nothing, nothing you plant shall grow. It's so Alice Walker. It's so. Whoopi Goldberg. Ooh, such a great curse. It's such, such a, a great, great curse. curse. That nothing, nothing. The color purple on the way out. Yes. I may be black and I may be ugly, but I'm here. Yes. We could do color purple quotes all day All day, all day. Um, But yeah, the tree died, dude. And could there be anything more just sort of evocative of the situation mm-hmm. you know it's, yeah you we aren't friends no we're not friends i don't but like you, oh, nobody like you. rejects this offering mm-hmm. okay that's we just wanted to start off there oh and be clear that we're not alone in putting it in the news cycle because cnm and mm-hmm. yes. cbc everybody everybody has. everybody but we feel like you know yeah. it's important to to listen to yes. nature yes yes but then you know okay now get into quote unquote the real news let's talk about trump and uh mexico and his tariffs and his lies okay first of all if you just we're recording on tuesday if you haven't seen this you need to go see the footage of Trump pulling out the one-page deal. When I when I tell you this man, the use of props. This is the be- administration is the best use of props, mm-hmm. hands down. Yes, but he pulls out a what is quite clearly a one-page letter, which I argue is probably an offer from Spectrum <laughs> for a lower all day. for a lower internet TV price. I'm that's what I'm <laughs> guessing. That's what it is because that's what I get the most. I know, but you, you that and that twenty and like, oh, percent I got off. This Spectrum sent me another one. Look at that. Oh, but this sounds like a good. <laughs> Let me put it in my pocket. <laughs> With one sheet of paper, holds it up and goes, the Mexico deal, here it all, here it all is. And yeah. we're all like, dude, there's no way there's a one-page deal. For, and also, because he's been busted. Right. Because he's been busted in his lie by who? The Mexican government. And, and, and also, <laughs> before we get there, I just want to just take one back step where he was all up, up in London talking mm-hmm. mess. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm going to be tough with Mexico. And everybody was back here being like, Somebody get him. Lindsay? Lindsay, go get your girl. 
But this is the thing. Grab a bitch. He is not tough. No. Literally, no. He, he makes threats. They never happen. The, you know, they like, were screaming at him behind those walls. And they were like, you better fix this. Get it together. That's why we got. Well, my thing is, who who is they? Because I believe if if it was Putin, I believe you. Yeah. But um, I'm not. I don't feel. I'm, I think I, the, I need the to GOP know, Republican. Well, they senators. had to go through somebody. Yeah. Because he didn't give. He doesn't care what they think. I think. I think Lindsey went and talked to him. Oh, Lindsay, how'd he get out of his butt long enough to <laughs> look into his face and tell him? Or maybe he can hear him right. through his intestines. Yes. Okay. Yeah, That's my go. theory. There we go. Yeah. But basically what happened is, you know, Trump came back and uh, from embarrassing us in, in London mm-hmm. and said, claimed that, that, this is a quote, there are some things not mentioned in the deal with Mexico, promising they'll be revealed in the not too distant future. Number one, I need him to stop treating being president like it's fucking sweep sweep <laughs> on the love boat or something what's the reveal come back for the cliffhanger you know, like, who shot America I mean, I know that's, yeah. oh but I'm, I'm exactly. trying to say here look dude look like you this I am so sick of him getting away with that I'm, I'm gonna tell you later it's a surprise no it's not it's fucking government yeah uh, this, we don't want surprises from you <laughs> you were like the last people we want surprises from we want steady it's there that's it mm-hmm. like none of that so that's first of all but Mexico's foreign affairs minister, Marcelo Ebrard, a lover of truth, apparently, contradicted Trump's claim that a fully signed and documented agreement would be revealed soon, saying that there were no undisclosed parts of the U.S.-Mexico deal. Uh, and Trump had also claimed that Mexico agreed to immediately begin buying large quantities of agricultural product from our great patriot farmers. Mm-hmm. Everything about that sounds like a lie. I mean, um, I, in no way do trade agreements. It's like, have you ever? Does he doesn't understand? I feel like I understand what happens at a trade meeting more than he does, and I've never been to one. Already, Angela, what you've read is more than what was on that piece of pa- live paper it that he so... held up in front of. I mean, oh my gosh. CVS gives you a longer receipt. You get a much longer receipt from CVS, and let me tell you something: it's thorough. <laughs> And there are surprises, <laughs> right? You're like, like I didn't know I was that. I was doing that. I got how many points? What's this program? I didn't even know <laughs> no. about it. Yeah. No, yeah, it is. I'm telling you, there is no evidence, however, that an agreement on agricultural trade was agreed to. And three Mexican officials have so far denied that it exists. This is the thing. Mm. We did this as a fucking bit, Francis. I know. We had this bit where, like, when you're arguing with somebody... If it's not going well and you don't have and the right information, make it. We used to do this years ago. Make it up. Just yeah. make up a study and then pick up anything nearby. Anything. Any book, a sheet a book, of paper, a folder, you know, a folder, and hit it. Like and hold it. it. This is the book. And just while you're talking, as if that's the thing. So you just be like, I don't know where you get this. Four out of five doctors <laughs> in this <laughs> seminal research work said that if you feed Angela chocolate, you will feel better. That's what that says. It's that's what's in this. And then I put it back in my pocket. Yeah. Like. That that was a bit we used to do. It was all a bit, the time. and now it's what the president calls yeah. policy. Yep, that's so, how we're being governed. That is that is upsetting. <laughs> um, and I, that's so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the stuff that's there was already there. Yeah, like, the deal. It's such bullshit. Yeah, and I love this one article uh, from Political Trump ta- taunts ju- journalists with supposed one page <laughs> me- Mexico deal. It's like that's exactly what's happening. It's like here, go out there and give them something. <laughs> Also, I have to say, I really do hope that's not how the government transports highly important documents and trade agreements. They put it in Trump's pocket. Holding pockets. it and putting it in his suit pocket put it so it can get washed, pocket. sent to the dry cleaner. <laughs> For, can you see you about to go to bed be like, baby, where'd I put that trade agreement with Mexico? <laughs> I ha- it was in my purse. 
Are you? Did you put it in your purse? I put it in your purse. Okay, let me look. And it's not in there. <laughs> Dude, come on. You're lying. Don't make it worse with the fucking prop. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Oh, and I do need to say this real quick. What? And I, I've said it to you before, and I've, I know I've said it here, but I need it to be really clear because it happened. I started screaming on the street the other day <laughs> because I was listening to a podcast and. Um, or I was listening to the news on my, uh, you know, phone. And somebody said something like, well, you know, if President Trump were to get another four years, and I just started screaming. See, I very, can't, In a I very scared fashion. I was like, ah, well, this is, that's what I'm saying. Don't. Oh, I know. I know. I need all of you to understand. I can't hear those words. Okay. They are triggers. When you put them in a <laughs> sentence together. And I can't. You should see the look on her face. So she I need you guys sincere. to do me a solid because when we when we when, you, when we're reading emails and stuff, please don't put in <laughs> put in all the spider shit you want, but please don't put in any <laughs> sentence that adds up to it. he could that could happen. I don't want to say it again. You can say Candyman seventeen times in front of me right now. <laughs> I don't care, but do not say you that. You won't let me say it three times. Oh, go ahead now. I guess fuck. The worst thing that could happen is a Candyman. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. It's not the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> Oh my God! It's Trump. 20, Trump we're there. Twenty something years. Candy you fucking never man, candy, 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 let candy, me candy, do it. Man, oh, candy, I can't man. believe it. Bloody Mary too. Throw her in there too. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I'm not worried about them bitches. Here's the thing: this situation is so bad, Francis, with this fucking president. That, that let me be clear: I would rather know every night I gotta fight Freddy Krueger in my dreams than have this shit be going on. You'd be like, let's suit up, motherfuckers. Everyone would woke up. up I'd be bleeding you'd be having a, and I'd, I'd be happy as fuck and and if you ever ask me why are you so happy about being you know living in a horror film I go oh girl because i stopped something that, and i had all of your memories wiped so you wouldn't even know what happened but trust me i'm an angel <laughs> you are you seriously you are. Dude, you I, can't, I would do that would i do absolutely that. if, that could, that. So like, if there are spirits listening just make me a deal let's talk this over let's talk it over. i'm willing to do, do almost willing. anything to I've myself i've never seen you do that but this is my thing this is why i'm like i cannot That's hear sentences like that i can't hear sentences like <laughs> okay, that all right all right okay, okay good okay, okay all right so that's let's done. go back all right okay, so, abortion, uh, abortion rights <laughs> well aware back. well aware several states in fact the governors in alabama georgia mississippi missouri and louisiana mm-hmm. have all signed laws in to effect that um functionally ban abortion in yep. their states um you know that uh obviously this has been going on so this is what i wanted, I wanted to talk about Last year, and it's been an issue of mine. I was for just a long about time. to say that. I was gonna, I was gonna tee you up with that. Go I was ahead, gonna say because, because yeah. here's the deal: you have been going. Angela has been going off about Dan Lipinski, and you know, and for years, now. for years now, I was so mad in the last election. Absolutely, and I mean, like angry. And well, we, we did a story. We did some stories we did about, talk about him. it. We've talked we about talked it recently about here. But, but th- this is why I don't give money to the DCCC. Mm-hmm. Um, I give money to individual candidates, but yeah. I will no longer give money to the DCCC. I'll give money to the DNC. But not the D. Once we get a, this together, we know right. who, who we're, you know, but not the DCCC for this kind of bullshit. But the, the the DNC needs to hear this too because if they make this, so basically, when Representative Dan Lipinski, he calls himself a Democrat, he inherited his seat. He is in um like two thousand something, early two thousands, two thousand three or five, something like that. But he, two thousand five, um, he is not a Democrat. Right, and he calls and himself a Democrat, but he is not a Democrat. So when I say, all the, when say I say that. I'm not going to vote for somebody just because they put a D behind their name, this is the man. This is the poster child for what I'm talking about. So almost two years ago now in the last election for Congress he ran and he was being challenged by two people the Democrat another Democrat her name is Marie Newman and she's a business person in Chicago that's the most I have about her like privately personally but she's got all sorts of great 
people behind her. But in any case, she ran. She only lost by two points. Mm-hmm. But the DNC, back, or the DCCC, and the, De- the Democratic Party backed Dan Lipinski and right. not her. Because he was the name. Because he was the name. And because that's, uh, and for reasons that are unbeknownst to me, because here's the problem why. The guy, the Republican that Dan Lipinski was up at, against at that time was an actual, like, Nazi member. Mm-hmm. Like, he called himself right, a white that. national Nazi. Right. And he was not going to win. Mm-hmm. There he was. There was no chance. That the, and in fact, so much of the Republican. you're thinking, but the new Republican Party is the new all right. Yeah. Here's the thing: they that, they disavowed him. Right in Illinois, the Illinois Democratic Party. I don't, you know, disavowed this man. So the Democrat was going to win. So if there was ever a time to put in a pro-choice, right, an advocate, and and this is the thing. Be clear, Dan Lipinski doesn't just vote anti-choice he also tell me how this makes you a democrat he voted against the affordable care act he voted against daca deferred action for childhood arrivals he devote he voted for the defense of marriage act yeah this is the sole democrat who did not sponsor co-sponsor the equality act well he is not a democrat he should not so why he why not be backed we, by and us. i know this is going to sound crazy this is going to sound like straight out of riddick but why haven't we cleansed him this is my problem why haven't we cleaned because this I think from this, our this party? Thing, 2005 to 2019 to 2020 has power, right? Mm-hmm. So you, this is a person who obviously has been in deals, but this person's been protected by by Pelosi, by a bunch of people, and I need it to stop. And we can stop if we make it clear to them. If you if you contact the DCCC and tell them that you are not happy with uh, what they're Lipinski. doing, because what they're with Dan Lipinski and also what they're doing to tip this. So the DNC, the DCCC announced in March that it wouldn't work with any vendor who works with a primary challenger so that so what that did was immediately the woman who almost won and could have won if she'd gotten backed by the party marie newman um she's running again she's gonna be running again in 2020 against dan lipinski and uh when but when they announced this rule in march she lost four consultants immediately even though she has outraised him already in this first quarter she raised over two hundred thousand dollars and he raised around 127 100 yeah about one hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars. so uh there's this other challenger um who's an attorney might he doesn't seem to be registering but this mm-hmm. woman marie newman she is uh backed endorsed by Planned Parenthood Action Fund, Emily's List, NARAL, Pro-Choice America, Move On, the Progressive Change uh, Campaign Committee, Democracy for America, uh, Senator Gillibrand, Governor Jay Inslee, there's, and, and many other people. And I would like to encourage people to check out her campaign and to contact the DCCC and say, hey, mm-hmm. we want Democrats. Abs- real Democrats. Not people who will put the D behind their name to get... Because this is also his district. She can win this district. She right. already showed it. So let's get Dan Lipinski the fuck out. Why, yeah. Why is he here? <laughs> like, Why is he here? That is... that, And so that I want to make sure we talked about because mm-hmm. she's running again and she needs support and money and she we also need to... This is like people have written to me and critiqued, you know, and, and I'm open to the, the discussion about whether or not it's right to not donate to the DCCC or this whole like what who do I have this is the only this is the best thing I have to vote for in my community you're lucky you're in West Hollywood or you and I admit that we are in a much easier place to find a decent blue candidate candidate that has a shot at winning than a lot of y'all than a lot of people but what I'm my point is being and I mean this for all of us the time for us to care about who those people are isn't the day we vote the time is actually probably before now but right now would be today would be a great day to start it would be a great day if so, we could get if we could all work on getting Dan Lipinski out Dan Lipinski out is great I think there's great. a chance I don't know if Jamie can do it I don't know if Jamie um, Harris versus right. Harrison can get rid of um, 
Lindsay, Lindsay Graham. Mm-hmm. But let's let's see. I know he was having some trouble raising money. Go look, just Google um, vulnerable Republicans yeah. or vulnerable Dems. Figure out because I think we we're gonna really have to obviously watch us and put this together. But we also need to. We are the. If you're a Democrat, you are the party. So let's let them our leadership know what we actually think. Exactly. Well, and moving on in a wonderful way. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Oh too. my goodness. It's, it's I, I love the fact that we because it used to be. I felt like it was like, you know, it's Pride Week in Chicago. Right. You know what I mean? But now I like this feeling of really exp- you know, spreading out, and you know, we I went to Pride this this we, you know mm-hmm. Angela and my family have gone to Pride together. We went to Pride this year, and was <laughs> standing there, and a gentleman. I was talking to my daughter, and a gentleman came up to me and started talking to me, and just was like, you know, I was at the first, I was at Stonewall. Oh my goodness! And I was like, really, he was there with his husband, and they've mm-hmm. been together for forty years, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. And he was telling me about, it, but he said, but he said, you know, I had some young, youthful you know gay person say tell me like to move out the way because i was standing in his way in terms of the the parade oh are you kidding me and he's this like, is not a parade it's hard to see exactly i don't know if you've like like and he's like you know we didn't this didn't start off as a parade this no it was he's a like, riot we, 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 we were being attacked by the police and we fought back exactly and so he's like it's like i just wish you know so i i didn't even i can't even remember his name mm-hmm. but I just want to say it out loud, but, mm-hmm. you know, because he's like, I just wish that people would remember that we were there yeah. and remember us as the senior people in this community. It's it's really it's here's the thing. And it, it's the same problem we have with every history. Um, it's our history. It's yeah. all of our history. And and I think it's an egregious wrong to not be teaching people in school kids about seminal moments in our nation's history yeah. it's a huge moment mm-hmm. in our nation's and in, 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 in our current times and it doesn't matter how much mike pence thinks he can do to stop gay people from existing it's never going to happen i can guarantee he will go away one day but gayness won't no <laughs> like we will i will go away one day but this will not because these are people this is just all people yeah. so yeah remembering what this is about and we wanted to talk about the Tre- uh, trevor project which is a great organization if you're not already familiar with it or donating to it you should be they um particularly uh they focus on helping lgbtqia youth um, and, and specifically around issues of mental health and suicide prevention. But they do a lot of great work. But they released a report that was really, it's really upsetting. Um, one in five LGBTQ 13 to 24 year olds have attempted suicide in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, they did the study. One in three transgender and non-binary, non-binary sorry, right. um, 13 to 24 year olds have um attempted suicide in the last 12 months. Approximately 39% of LGBTQ youth have seriously considered suicide in the past year. Uh, and then they went on to say that, you know, when talking to these young people, they said that two-thirds, they said that the LGBTQ youth said two-thirds of the people they knew tried to convince them to change. Um, and 71% said that they had experienced, like, actual discrimination, mm-hmm. like, in terms of jobs or in school or in that. And we were saying we must discrimination, be, it's got to be higher. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's probably 100 uh, and it's really important. The reason why pride is important isn't just like I think that some people um, 
who don't know anything and are stupid think it's just some sort of drunken sprawling you know what i mean like it's like a mardi gras thing right. or something and yes there's fun elements and there's that's a part of it right. like any parade you yeah. know but the real the real point is being out and proud the real point is making it clear that you that, that we are here that this community exists and that that we that we are all part of one and so I think it's really important to affirm the fact, especially to young people, because that's clearly where we're still having these problems. Absolutely. Well, here's that their lives are just as important and valuable and beautiful and necessary and loved as their cis straight peers. Absolutely. I'm so fucking sick of it. Well, you know what? I I, can't. We invited, my daughter invited, not we, but my daughter invited friends from school over to Pride. uh, And not one of them and not one of their parents said yes now they, the kids wanted to come but they said they weren't allowed to but they weren't allowed to the parents said no. i'm gonna say there's a slight possibility because i know this school is mm-hmm. in these students that the parents are just lazy and didn't feel like driving over here that's true but there's a solid right, before right. you go judging these people there's a solid chance <laughs> that they were like because it's hard to get to if you're it not is hard here, to get here it is hard it's to get hard here. to get in and out on that day that's so true. we live here so we can just walk outside but if you have to drive park whatever yeah that may have been you know what Touche. Well, just that this is a school where your daughter. I will not judge. You know, they tried to they judge. tried to start an LGBTQI organ, organization. At the other school. Oh, that was the other school. That was at the other. Oh, school. that was hysterical. They, they tried to no wait. They tried to start one, but the thing is, everybody joined it. Right, they did. Oh, that's this, this school. school. That is that's, this school. Right, yes. that's what I was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Right. That they so basically they, they tried to form a support like you know th- mm. this organization, but everybody joined, so it was just sort of the school. Everybody was in it, which is great. That's why I'm like, this may not be that. <laughs> with this group of you know but yeah so obviously support the trevor project but also i think in looking at we talked about last week or the week before the deaths of um transgendered uh women particularly women of color that have been going on in texas and other places there's a huge rise and this community was already being attacked uh, viciously so yeah keep your pride up and yeah stand up for each other absolutely and then also we wanted to uh throw out there uh that new york uh state uh, lawmakers have come across come forward with a bill to decriminalize sex work and i think that that is in my opinion wonderful because it you know for me it's the same thing with you know minor drugs like marijuana I think that you should decriminalize it. I think you should decriminalize. I think all drugs should be decriminalized. And I think sex work should be decriminalized because it's never going to stop people from doing it. Mm -hmm. And if we can take it out of the black market area, Mm -hmm. I think it makes it better for everyone. I'm in a hard place on this because I do believe in decriminalization for a lot of reasons that aren't, that are what you said, um, basically. But, um, what what plays in my head for me is listening mm-hmm. to an interview I listened to a week or two ago, listening to a podcast I like, and this man was um, transgendered. He was from I want to say he was from Ecuador, but he um, I may have that wrong. But he you know um, came here and uh, has stayed uh, without. He wasn't able to get you know the correct paperwork. I think he was mm-hmm. a student at first, and then that stopped and whatever. But he's transgendered, and so he walked down the street. And he saw his like found this like first transgendered person he'd ever been able to talk to in some way. I forget. And um, he went up to this person and was like, "I tell me, I need help. I don't know what to do or what how you know." And the the person he said that the person said to him or said to her, um, first of all, you're going to be a prostitute." Mm-hmm. 
this is where this is my problem because while I want while I know that in this in this world sex work there are sex workers and that they're they're there for a variety of reasons but I think overwhelmingly those reasons are I think it's fair to say economic right. and for some people and when you tell me this is my problem with how this this particular industry in tra- being transgendered in the world it sounds like mm-hmm. but in this country for sure that having that that becomes the place where you where they okay we'll let you be here right and then so we don't we're you not gonna have commerce you. you can have commerce here right and we won't protect you yeah and it's dangerous mm-hmm. and it's and it's you know and it keeps people impoverished and it keeps them out of the community and it keeps them in trouble and so i really don't like like it's not all the bunny ranch you know right. what i'm saying oh, I, and, and here's the thing that's my problem i completely agree with you because right now the people who are going to jail for it are women of color and trans people and because we don't have if you will and i'm not one of these people but they don't have um websites that are sugar daddies come and date you know and those those sites are promote and they're legal mm-hmm. escort services mm-hmm. that nobody gets into trouble for and on the back page of of mm-hmm. whatever magazine okay we those these we're talking about people who are unsafe on the street being profited That's off right. of by pimps and i grew up in a neighborhood with pimps i grew up across the, up across the street from mm-hmm. a whorehouse when i was a kid i know what happens to women i know what happens to black women in those houses yeah and what i am saying is is that if we make it legal at least mm-hmm. then we I, I want i don't want anybody to have to exist through this type of experience and work it's just but, hard though because like with the bunny ranch it's legal in nevada right so this this particular uh, woman who's being interviewed trans woman was saying how you know the but what we allow in this country is a very heteronormative Absolutely. um racist uh, xenophobic he's like were there any trans people are there any trans work sex workers at the bunny ranch and they were like uh, n- i think they said not that they knew of or they could they weren't sure some sort of like mm-hmm. yeah no there aren't any right um and it that's where we get into i mean there's a lot of issues surrounding this i do want people to be obviously to be safe but and i know we're not in that world but i think i have a hard time believing and i could be wrong Mm -hmm. but i have a hard time believing all things being equal if this was if we lived in a world where we put human beings first i'm there where we did got rid of money where you know because it's not that we don't have enough food it's that we make people pay for it yeah it's not that we don't have enough housing we right. just make people pay for it. That's right. And if we were at the the Federation times mm-hmm. when we've gotten rid of money and people just explore to explore again and we are one people, I don't know that people would choose sex work. I'm with you. I'm I mean, a, they, a might, they might, they might, but they might be fucking everybody they meet. Yeah, and I'm, I'm but, you know, which I'm too. down with that too. You an adult, you can do what you want with your stuff. Be, yeah, you know, I'd like on the just give you a, a note to be you know careful, right, for yourself. But well, we got rid of that too. But that's what I'm saying. So it's mm-hmm. like my thing is like that's my thing is that I and tell us what you think at franchise zero eight at gmail dot com because I don't you know so with the sex work I get I'm in that weird place yeah. I know. You know I'm gonna say yes because yes yeah you know but I I I really really when I hear a person who's who's trying to come out and trying to come to grips with who they are and get to be who they are be told the only way you can be who you are is to be a prostitute you're right is for to do sex work it's not like he's like I love sex work. Right. How do I find a, that? That no, that's he's like, it. I need to eat and I need a home. That he's like, and then like, literally, yeah. that's it. And so that's my. That is. Um, this community is. <sighs> I know. I know. And that is our final word. I'm so, I've been doing a lot of sighing, and that's I would like to right. apologize. That's all right. But you know what time is it? Is Angela? What time is it's it? It's time for emails. Emails. Time to go get your emails. 
what? I was a little the excited. The email, very excited. She was back and forth, <laughs> like doing a little a little shimmy or something. I don't. It was very. Lots of things were happening. First up, we have uh, from Kara M. Thank you for writing. Bring the funny. She says, Angela and Francis, so glad Bring the Funny was picked up. The country needs to hear you're funny. Can't wait to vote for you. Kara, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We're excited. We had fun doing the show. Oh, we did. And I just, it's been really hard not to say it. And it's been really, really hard not to um, <laughs> on it. But uh, remember the French duo. Yeah. You're, and Frangela. And, and hashtag Frangela. Hashtag Frangela and uh, bring the funny. You're going to have to watch it starting July 9th. We'll call all of you that day. Yes. At home and let you know. Next up is from Kelly B. Thank you so much for writing. She writes, thank you. She says, I really look forward to hearing your podcast and Idiot of the Week every week. Your insight and humor makes this nightmare of the Trump administration more tolerable. When you were away from the Stephanie Miller show for that period oh, of time, filming your show, your TV show, it was hard for me. And the day you returned, I literally cried happy tears. So oh, thank you thank for your you. wonderful humor, your intelligence and knowledge. You make a wonderful difference in my world and I know in other many and many others other people's Kelly thank you so much Kelly thank you Kelly. thank you thank you thank you thank you and then lastly we've got uh this is from Debbie R this is for uh it uh, says barometer here I love any of the weekend the final word uh my husband and I and my 12 year old son she put in parentheses <laughs> listens to uh any of the week every Thursday and laugh like hell all the way through it Vermont this uh, Vermont guy this week he had to do something yeah yeah uh he had to do is pleasuring in new hampshire because oh i get it he had to do his pleasuring in new hampshire because vermont doesn't have box stores you have to go to new york or massachusetts or new hampshire to find a uh, a box store uh so remember this guy who was in Coles, i believe oh that guy yeah thank you she says keep up the good work debbie r thank you debbie And I want to give some more special thanks to Kim K, Mark W, Gary and Andy, William H, Mark M, Sandra B, Matt F, Laurel S, Andrea E, and Nikki G. Thank all of you so much. And now it's time for Resistance Wrap Up. This is where we give you an actionable item and Francis gets to go. Those are the two things that happen. So this week, um, there are a lot of things you can do. Keep doing them. Number one is to make sure you call your representatives, whether they be Republican or Democrat, to let them know how you feel about everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, The House, uh, the general operator number is 202-224-3121. But this week we're looking at injusticewatch.org. Mm-hmm. So, and that's because, so there have been some studies that have come out. So, a recent review of Facebook accounts of thousands of police officers in the U.S., it's the largest database of its kind, found officers endorsing violence against Muslims, women, and criminal defendants. Um, this arc, so Injustice Watch worked with uh, this organization to, ma- they, to make get this database together because it's, there hasn't been one. So we've got examples like in Chicago, an armed would-be robber backed out of a liquor store after the clerk pulled a gun on him. The surveil- surveillance video was posted on Facebook with a comment, should have shot him. This is a cop's right, Facebook page. Right, right. Then um, that's one example. Then this, uh, this was particularly upsetting. In the North Charleston, South Carolina Police Department recently fired an officer, which shocks me, for posting a video of himself wearing confession Confederate flag underwear nine days after a white supremacist killed nine black worshipers at the Emanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church just miles away. 
Yep. Uh, he then settled a wrongful termination suit, which pisses me the fuck mm-hmm. off, which means they paid him mm-hmm. to fire him. Uh, there's So there's been this study that um, they went through. USA Today has created um, a database all, so you can check it out. But these are some of the numbers. Tw- over 22, th- basically 23,000 investigations of officers using excessive force have happened. 3,145 allegations of rape, child molestation, other wow. sexual men- con- uh, misconduct. Dishonesty is apparently a frequent problem. The records document at least over 2,000 instances of perjury, tampering with evidence or witnesses, or falsifying reports. Um, there are nearly 2,500 police officers who have been investigated on 10 or more charges well and i was gonna say how many brown kids okay walk come in there and they say i didn't do it mm-hmm. and they have no power 20 or more studied in this study faced police faced a hundred or more allegations and kept got to keep their badge for years um this list you can search for the USA Today uh, has more than thirty thousand police officers that have been, been that uh, have been banned in forty four states. So what this is what we're asking you to do? <laughs> we're asking you, you know, to let's look at this. Let's help organizations like Injustice Watch. Um, they are a nonpartisan, not for profit multimedia journalism organization that conducts in depth research ex- research exposing institutional failures that obstruct justice and and equality um i also like cop watch there are a lot of great organizations Mm -hmm. but check out injusticewatch.org and let's hold um everyone as we all know there's only one person who is above the law and that's apparently donald trump for the moment but that's gonna change it is gonna change we'd like to thank you for listening thank you we want to thank our production team gail and laura they're the best we want to thank everybody over at the sexy liberal podcast network you should be checking out all of those podcasts that is where all the best progressive podcasts are and of course we'll see mama on friday oh actually we won't this friday will we because i'm traveling she's got to go on a family vacation it was part of the plea deal it is it is so um (laughs) but we'll be here and we'll see you next week there too all right i'm francis callier i'm angela v shelton and we are francis and thank you for listening to the final word Make sure you follow us at Frangela Duo. Hey, this is Bob Seska, host of The Bob Seska Show. If you enjoyed this episode, you're going to love my show, where every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we talk about this guy. Trump is crazy. And this guy. Trump is a f***ing idiot. And we say this a lot. Sweet, merciful crap. Because. He can't keep getting away with it. Find The Bob Seska Show at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, bobseska.com, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.